There's a book, a person who has a book called the Doris Rishonim, which I would like to get again. The book has the, so to speak, the setbacks of one being in a really difficult print, even a mod, you know, modern, but really, really not a pleasant printing, you know, the, the print. And also it's written in Hebrew, but it, the Hebrew is like almost like a, it's almost transliterated from whatever European language the author, who was a great Talmud Chachman, a great scholar, has spoken. So it's not even written in, it's, it's, it's very unidiomatic for us modern uh, people. It's very, you know, uh, I don't know if he spoke Hungarian, Romanian, whatever it is, but it, it, the syntax of his, of his uh, native language, you know, or, you know, the Yiddish, you know, comes through a funny way. So it's a hard book. Doris Arishonim. So I'd like to find, first of all, at least a new print, etc. And the Doris Arishonim is a very important book for all of us, for everyone, because the Doris Arishonim was the first kosher history book that we had, uh, you know, there was really, we just did, well, except for the ancient ones I'm talking about, you know, we had, but, but all the modern history books were horrible. They were written by people who were anti-Torah, anti-Jewish, anti-everything, Jews, you know, who were not nice guys. So that was important. One of the things he does is he not, not only forget about the Jewish, he gets the non-Jewish Bible critics, everybody, and one of the things he does is because since the Nevi'im, since the Nevi'im are constantly complaining about about Azar and all these things, so they believe, of course, that that was what was rampant, and there was the small group, that's us, you know, we're always the bad guys, the Haredi guys, you know, we, we coerced everybody into having one God and all these things, you know, when they had these beautiful, diverse religion, you know, and it's always us, the bad guys, the Haredi the priests, you know, who are always beating everybody up, making them believe in one God, we destroyed all their beautiful idols, you know, but the, so they learned that the whole nation was idol worshippers those years, but he, he so he fights them very strongly and says, that's not true. He says, always, there was always a Vodazar around, but it was always the minority, not the, not the majority. And it's like my Rebbe said, the, the real point is similar to what we say. Who, who do you talk to in shul about people not coming to shul? The people who are in shul. There's nobody else to talk to. Who else do you discuss? So I'm going to laugh. You know, it is very important. And here, just to just encourage everybody, it's a tremendous thing. To dam, when you're done with a minion, everybody knows first of all, even, you know, I don't, who, who has such good kavana? I, I love to have kavana, but you know, it's hard work. Having kavana is a really challenging thing when you're done with the minion you would less come out of your prayers go up that's a that's like a bonus you know how much is that what would you pay for that what would you pay for that you know you're gonna have a lifetime thing you know if you go everybody else buys they buy for 20 percent more you buy for 20 percent less or 50 percent less here you die with a minion even less come on new and if you have come on who knows what's gonna happen you you'll bring i don't know what you'll do you'll you'll bring about the you know utopia who knows what's gonna happen so one every prayer you make with a minion you do better that's number one and, and here, in a minion like ours, you get a good chance to be one of the first ten. That's you get tremendous schar, you know, so being and be one of the first ten people. And it's but I also mentioned to you, there's also there's tremendous uh, wider ramifications of always being a part of a minion. People see you, you see people, you adjust yourself. You don't get weird. Everybody gets weird. You know, even people who even people interact in business, they don't they're not they're not they don't have such meaningful interactions usually. Usually, I don't say it's nothing, but there's nothing really happened. You buy, you sell, you meet him, you say yes, you say no. What are you having? Are you having a meaningful, meaningful relationship? When I was young, and so I told you, I had many. It was it was a pastime there for older people to get younger people to be not religious. That was a, that was a common that was a common sport in Israel. You're like you know. Like, you know, they have non-religious predators, you know, looking for young guys like us, you know, to, to make you not religious in Israel. So the guy's challenged me back and forth. So fine, I said, okay, dude, you know, trying to try and humor the guy, entertain us. I said, let me ask you, I said, what do you do for a living? He says, I'm a bank teller. I said, okay. I said, I said, I said in a given day, I said, how many interchanges do you have with people that, that are meaningful? On a normal day, how many meaningful interchanges? So he, he thinks for a second, he says, none. He said, none. I said, you know, you don't like how to go to the base manager. I said, but in a base manager on a really bad day, I have like 12 to 14 really meaningful interchanges. 
On a, on a slow day, on a day that not much happened in the base matters. I have at least, I would say, 10 to 12 without even thinking about it. Things that were really, that were really meaningful uh, exchanges. Here, when you're diving with people, your, your, your relationship is about other things. There's Torah discussions, there's halachic discussions, there's discussions of proper character. You see things. Those things are precious. You, you, there's no way to describe how valuable that is. And that's why it's so important. It's also important to come. You come over and over again to the same place. People see you, you see them. Everybody knows you look weird. Something's happening. You know, people, people pick up something's going on. Or you see somebody else looking weird, so you can pick up on that. You give an up. It's a way of helping each other. It's such a mile. And that's why, I, you know, it, it's sad when I see people running from place to place. I'm sad about it. it doesn't, you know, I feel bad for them. You know, they're, they're missing out. You know, it's not a, it's a, it's, 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 you're giving yourself the lowest possible chance, you understand, of gaining from what it means to be in a, to be in a, in a bit Knesset. It's still something. You know, and it says, you see, we, so we talk about a Bakum Kavua. A person, even, you know, even in your house, you're supposed to have a Bakum Kavua. You're supposed to have a place to daven. And even in the, in the place, the Halacha Bakavua is even in the place where you make a permanent place, then within that place you make a permanent place, you try and stay always in the same four amas. You know, you can, uh, like I told you, you know, if somebody sits in your seat, you don't have to throw them out. You can still dominate the same four amas. You're still, it's still okay. You're still, you're still, you're still in your place. You know, so you don't have to, he can sit in your seat. I mean, I, I mean, you want your seat, but if you sit in your seat, if you sit next to your own seat, you're still, you're still in your place. Don't worry about it. It does nothing happen. But all those things, all those things, when you, the Kriya, because you know when you, when you return to the same place over and over again, as we saw by Avraham, he went to the place, he went back to the same place over and over again. Something happens, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, uh, the startup time is less, you understand, and the wind down time is less. You're, you're in the place, you know how to be there, you know how to speak to God. And, uh, it's something. It, it, it's something. Uh, it's something very, very precious, and it changes a person's whole attitude in life and every the way they relate to their families and everyone around them. It, it makes all the difference. So I just want to encourage everybody. You know, we thank you. The people are here. Thank God. But yeah, tell the people who are not here. <laughs> just teasing. You know, but uh, we all. You do want to be that. It's not, It's. It's not a. Uh, the main thing is, and I, I know everybody, I'm, I, nobody needs to be berated here. Everyone has good people, and everybody knows. But I say the thing is, it's a minion is really never a thing that you can rely on other people about. You, you don't rely on anybody. You always, it's as if you were all 10 people. That's the only way to look at it. You know, every, every single time. And then you, you try your best. And hopefully everybody's trying their best. So that means that things work out. But I'm going to say this tremendous milas, and I'm just saying here, just to explain something, when your prayer goes up, whatever that means, your prayer is accepted and it goes up, that means that, you're, that you have achieved a certain state. You're right, you didn't do it by yourself. You did it because you had other people with you. But you still got there. You see what I'm saying? Certain things that nobody can do by themselves. Yeah, you know, here in America when they were, in the, when they were on the frontier. You know, generally one guy didn't put up a barn by himself. You know, at a certain point, everybody, everybody from the surrounding places came, the ranches around. They, you know, say, how you, one guy can bang and, and nail, but you can't, one guy usually can't lift the whole side of a barn, you know, to, uh, to, uh, to erect it. All the neighbors come and they do it. So there's things, it's partial. I know these are, these are things that every child understands, but here, yeah, there are things that you just can't do by yourself. Here, here, we just can't. And, and the and the, uh, the the Knesset and the Tefillah, it brings you to a level that you re- generally you can't achieve by yourself. You can, moments you could shake and sway and, you know, and enunciate everywhere, but you won't get there because you're too, because you're, you're too little. You're just too little and you need all the other flavors and people and things and peppery and spicy and one guy's sweeter. And somehow Hashem likes that. You understand? You know, it's a whole crazy mixture. And then, uh, and somehow your prayer squeaks through. You're, you're, all of a sudden, your, your, your prayer squeaks through. You need all those people, you know, all the, the tall ones and the short ones and the big ones and the small ones. That's how you do it. 
That's that's the way that's the way Hashem likes it, and I understand it. And I told her, I started I started to discuss this topic. If you remember by by Yom Kippur time, Hashem built a world where he, he it was clear nobody can be Jewish by themselves. You just can't do it. It's impossible. The Judaism means being committed to other people. It means being obligated, just like marriage means being obligated. That's what it means. You know, saying everybody wants to have a life without commitment. They're crazy. There's no life without commitment. There's no life without commitment. It's hopeless. Life without commitment is hopeless. They're, they're striving for it. They, what do they get? They're all unhappy. The whole secular world you meet, they have no commitments, and everyone's miserable. They're, they're miserable. I, I've never met such a wretched... The wretched generation. These are the saddest, most down. Really, I, I feel bad for every young person in America. They're the saddest people I've ever met. They're they're misery. They're just they're in misery. I, I know. I might sound like I'm old, I'm an old guy. Okay, but I'm, they're miserable. They are. They're not. I. I. You, you can fool me. I don't. But I don't think so. I don't think that they're not having a good time. I, I watch them. I've been to the campus. I've been here. They're not happy. They're miserable. They're they're miserable. You know, I, I, it, it is because it, it just doesn't work that way. Nobody's happy in isolation. We're puny little things. What do we have? We have you, you get one splinter, you're out of work. You understand? We, we, to think a full thought for a minute, the average, even above average people have, a, you know, maybe you can see once in a while. We're, we're puny. As, as much as you have, whatever gifts God gave you, we're, we're just little, teeny little, really very limited little things. But with other people, we're, we're powerful. You, know, you have everything. You have the, the combined thinking power, the correction. And that's why it's a pleasure when you learn with other people here. In the same conversation, or you got corrected 60 times, the conversation was refined. You're not stupid. You were smart. But, you, but, you, but you're 20 times smarter when you discuss it with other people because the, there's all kinds of you know, fine points come up, etc. And the same thing. Imagine your davening is like, is like a pill pull. You understand it? In the, in the prayer itself, your prayers have to be, are, are, are being mixed and modified by the prayers of everyone around you. You're saying and corrected by the prayers of everyone around you. Where if you if you lacked insight or humility, the guy next to you had it. You know, saying and so so you're saying so your prayer instead of being you know imagine you cook a dish and it's too salty or not salty enough or too sour or not sour enough or too sweet, but the guy next to you added more sugar, so you're okay. Instead, you ended up with the, you ended up with a, with an edible prayer. That's what's happening when you dive together with other people. And it's really we desperately need other people. That's what Jews understand. We are not rugged individualists. We're rugged. I don't know what we are. Something, some other word. <laughs> but we're rugged people who recognize who recognize the uh, the vulnerability of the individual. We're ruggedly honest. Let's put it that way. Hope, hopefully, ruggedly humble. If we can get to that place, but it means over here we ruggedly understand that the shortcomings of every human being, and we desperately want the help of everyone. Once uh, I came to my chavrusa. And I said, uh, look, I'm having a problem here. I need to figure this out. He says, he says, he says for this you need brains. I said, yeah, yeah. I said, I've used all mine, so I'm coming to you. I need more. <laughs> I said, I need your brains also. I can't, I can't do this by myself. <laughs> and you need people. I have to, to this day, there's certain things I learned. I call my brother. I can't because I can't stop giggling. I can't keep it together without my brother. I don't call my brother up. I can't, I can't stay. I, I can't keep the sugar together. I just laugh too hard. And then it happens. You have to have a... You have to have other people. I would, would, years ago, I'll stop, but years ago I was, uh, I was, um, my parents were coming to visit Eretz Israel. So my brother and I had to go to the airport. So on the way, so no, let's talk Torah. So my brother says, what are you learning? I said, I'm learning Kilayim and I'm having a very hard time. Kilayim is a, is a mesechta about mixtures, but the laws of Kilayim are a combination of, of straight math 
and of psychology. It's a very interesting combination, though. It's, it's, it's calculations, but it's also perception. So it's hard work to understand what the halachas. You don't get to just do math. You don't get to just do psychology. You know, it's a combination. So for my brother had just discovered fractals at that stage of his life. I, I, don't ask me. You, you look it up. Whatever it is, it's a mathematical principle. A Jew is big in it. And uh, so my brother's all of fractals. So every problem I had in Kilayim, he says, oh, it's a fractal. <laughs> the whole way, everything was a fractal. He was in, nope. I hadn't discussed with my brother. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have understood. So you see this tremendous mila. We, we, that is, we, we don't see ourselves as independent in that way. No Jew does. We can't exist without each other. We, know we need each other desperately all the time. Uh, and not because we're selfish or, or self-centered, because, because we understand our limitations. And that's the beauty, that's the beauty of the Torah. The Torah puts everybody together and it works. The whole machine works together. I'll say one more thing and I'll stop. You know, we, we have a thing, we try not to count people. Why? Because the simple answer, because so it brings, it's negative, it, can, it brings a negative uh, to the Jewish people. But my Rebbe explained, so he said, because, because, because when, you have an, when you have a mechanism or an organism, it, n- no one part has to be perfect. And I said, in a car, a car runs. And maybe this part's a little rusty, this part's a little better. But the, uh, overall, the car works. If you're going to single out any single thing by itself, and maybe it's not, maybe it doesn't really pass the test. It won't, it won't make it. You know, it won't make it. But all together, it works. I said, Kleisville, when we're together, all look, everybody gets, everybody, everybody passes through. You say, if you're going to start single out individuals, you're not going to make it. Everybody has shortcomings and flaws. But together, we make it. And that's really the attitude. And I, I, I think Hashem made the whole world that way. Hashem made the Torah that way. Uh, for us to think that way, and that's the right way. Here, every person, any, I can't see any serious person learning that is not desperate for input all the time. We, 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 what we, even when you run to the book, you're running to other people. Most crime, we need more books, you know, because I need more help. You know, we need more idea. I need more guys, you know, to, to back us up. But that's what you're doing. You're running to the books. You're running to other people. Too. You're running to wise people. Give me input. Correct me. Show me. That's what you're doing. That's why we're running to the books. We, we, we don't think twice. Who's going to... I think I'm going to sit down and figure out the, the, the shots by myself. I run to as many great people as I can. You know, tell me. Tell me what bothered you. Tell me what happened. So, and, and so I can straighten myself out. Anyway, that's, that's the way Hashem made us. And it's an ironic thing. I think the strongest individual in the world is the person who recognizes how much he needs everyone else. And I think we all have to do that. And everyone, thank God. But here, I know you're here. Um, we just have to cherish what we have and encourage everybody. Oh, that's not my phone. <laughs> but one of these nights I'm going to get together. Rather can have it. One of these nights I'm going to get together.